All right, everyone, today I have a few topics to talk about on today's Grill Talk installment. One that I made a couple of times recently, and the other topics are kind of like techniques around cooking chicken. So the first thing I want to talk about is a, a thing that came up during a search on Instacart, my wife is doing, trying to find some uh, interesting things to eat while we're on a diet, you know, low carb diet. And she ran across a pinwheel um, kind of set up with a flank steak and it was stuffed with mozzarella cheese and spinach. So we like those type of ingredients and it seems pretty interesting and she ordered it from Publix. Now, we never had this before. And, um, you know, she loves steak more than I do, but I eat a steak. If, it's, if, you know, if I'm in the mood for it, I'll eat it. I won't shy away from a steak, but I won't go looking for a steak most of the time. Anyway, we get it, and I make it the first time in the air fryer. And we got new air fryer over here, the... Instant Vortex and it's pretty good air fryer oven and it produces really good food versus the one that we had before which is no slouch mind you in the quality of food that it produced but put it in there it took no time to make in the air fryer and I was like hey let me see if I can put this on the grill get some charcoal flavor into it and see if it's better than making it on an air fryer. So this is my technique on how to take that piece of meat already done up and tied together and make something beautiful with it. So I never thought to actually get one of these from Publix. I have seen these pre-prepared protein dishes of sorts because they're in the um, the meat department I've seen them before but I never never really wanted to pick them up but I'm always open to try new things especially when cooking and we've been in a pandemic for about a year now and through the pandemic months we've experimented with new cuisines to try to save money to replicate places that we can't go because of the pandemic and we had a lot of successes we normally do such anyway we're always trying to new things to keep it fresh we love cooking wife is a is a master of culinary arts in the kitchen i'm okay but my thing i am a pit master hmm. it's not self-proclaimed now either <laughs> great so i'm like all right this is great. So let me tell you about the, the pinwheel itself. The pinwheel comes in this aluminum container with a plastic, a clear plastic top to it. And you'll find it in the meat section in Publix. Usually right by where they have the, the fish and the beef. Right in between that is where they have these pre-prepared, um, I wouldn't say dishes, but pre-prepared meats at they have some with salmon too 
We didn't try that yet, but probably will try to do that on our own because it didn't look like it was going to be cost effective and it looked like we could roll it in some better ingredients that are more to our liking. But anyway, we got got it home, uh, opened the package and noticed that the pinwheel was rolled and tied with twine, butcher's twine. So if you know if you don't know what butcher's twine is, it's very handy when cooking certain meats in a certain way either in the oven or on the grill or the air fryer oven whichever and they tie it to get I, I, I do like it better than putting toothpicks through it because toothpicks are kind of like those wooden skewers you want to make sure that your whatever you're putting in there has enough moisture on it so you probably have to soak the toothpicks if you do take the twine off of this thing so I, I suggest leaving it on just leave the twine on trust me even if you cook it in the air fryer leave it on if you cook it on a stove still leave it on trust me don't take that twine off so you take it out of the container right and you want to make sure that you season it on all sides uh, we did most of the time especially when I did it on the grill it was seasoning salt Lowry's pepper some garlic powder very simple remind you it's a steak so you don't want to get too overwhelming with the seasonings you want that taste of the meat to come out right so you don't overdo it you lightly season everything because it is stuffed with this this mozzarella cheese it has a certain level of salt to it so it's going to have some salt content coming from the interior of the pinwheel so don't go too heavy with the salt it's still cheese in there um, and what you want to do is you want to after you finish season on both sides you want to roll the pinwheel around in whatever is left on the area that you're seasoning so you don't have to stand or you don't have to hold the seasoning a container and sprinkle it over while turning with your hand. I did both techniques. I found that rolling and the leftover seasoning on whatever plate or tray that you're doing it on is more efficient and you don't waste as much seasoning. So while doing this I started the Weber Kettle Grill. My 22 inch Weber Kettle Grill. I have two of them. I live and die by those grills. So what I'm going to tell you is how you cook it on this type grill, but it is transferable to any other grill, even a gas grill, but you won't get the charcoal taste from it. Keep that in mind. You will get a grill taste from it. You won't get the charcoal taste. Now we're going for the charcoal taste. I would say if you're doing it only on a, on a gas grill, propane grill, it might not be worth the effort, or it might be. You might have a taste sensor in there or you might want to put one of those um, smoking tubes that you have some wood chips in and then you put some smoke on it so this is like a baseline I'm going to give you but it's not the end all be all get creative with this as I go along with this recipe of sorts so I got my um, my Royal Oak hardwood briquettes not lump charcoal I open it up put all the charcoal on one side so I can have indirect cooking. I use this 
technique all the time or as much as possible if I have the surface area to um, to do so with so I opened the vent all the way at the top and bottom once I get it going and I just let it get as high as it wants because it is steak it's not going to be on there that long you you don't want to cook it over I would say medium which is 145-ish Fahrenheit that is I wouldn't cook it any more than that especially because it's going to have some carryover temperature and you want the, you want it to be juicy now it's going to be juicy regardless because it has that cheese and, and the spinach in it it's going to kind of help it retain moisture but it's not going to prohibit it from being overcooked so make sure that you really pay attention to that because that's important I'm not a person that likes uh, steak that are that is well done or done it has to be a medium temp to me 45 145 is, is perfect if you want to make sure that you have enough time to get it kind of real close to that accurate 145 when you eat it probably take it off at maybe 142 in that carryover temperature for the few minutes that you have it rest it should have um, increase in temperature as long as it's not too cold outside or you just leave it out in the cold environment all right cool so I got that going I'm not really worried about the temperature of the grill I'm worried about the doneness of the steak so you don't have to break out your temperature pro for it to take the ambient temperature of the grill you don't need that you don't even have to look at the dial the gaze that's already on the grill you don't have to pay attention to that you cook it steak come on you don't have to get so fancy this is not a long cook you just cooking at the temperature so I'd used a few different techniques with doing this but it all started with doing it well it all ended up being a reverse sear so I have the charcoals real hot on one end and then on the other end of the grill I have my steak now what I did to do this and I and I, I wanted to make sure that you want to make sure that you, your meat doesn't have a possibility of sticking steak usually will never stick but how I like to put my food on the grill is I want to put it on something hot the hottest part especially if it's steak um, and, and kind of start that you know breakdown on the exterior to kind of start getting that crust that you want because you want to get a crust on it and how I did this is whatever part of the grate that was directly over the coals I flipped it around sprayed it with a little olive oil spray you don't have to and just drop two of them on there because it comes in a pack of two great portion by the way um, and I basically just cook it until indirect well I close the grill I cook it indirect until I get it at about maybe 130 internal and what I do at that point is I put a little butter on top, brush it on, brush that butter on a little bit. It could be herb butter. If you'd ever had herb butter, if you ever had it, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you need to get that in your life. If you don't mind garlic, if you, matter of fact, if you love garlic, you should be using this type of butter anyway. This herb butter comes in like a gold wrapper. It usually is individually sold, but sometimes you can get it in like a box, like a small box. Uh, they're not expensive, but 
still use it sparingly. It little goes a long way with this thing. It's really, really strong. And it can overpower if you use it as, as the same quantity as regular butter. But anyway, because you're going to brush this on, go ahead and melt that butter in the microwave real quick or melt it on a pot, whatever is you know, more feasible for you to do. Just get it melted um, and then just brush it on the top of it a little bit. Walk away for a little bit and brush, flip it over, brush the other side. Now, what you're going to do is your end point is you want to return the, the, the steak to the side that you originally had it turning facing up if you want if I make that clear so what we're going to do is going to flip it a couple of times so when you flip it and put the butter on that second time what you want to do is then immediately take that same steak or steaks if you have both of them at the same time and put it directly over the hot coals now what you can do is you can flip it on there or you can take your mitts your gloves you know please do grill safe gloves and you can pick up the grate and turn it now this works best on a Weber kettle now if you, if you got another grill you're gonna have to flip it <laughs> you know this I love my Weber kettles because they're so versatile versatile in their techniques really really versatile in their techniques and um, so I, I can either do a flip or I can do the turn now I found if you have a Weber kettle and you do the turn, pick it up and turn it on the other side, it will definitely, definitely, definitely keep your steak more intact. And what you want to do is you don't want to flip the steak that often. Not because of the rule where they said, you, should, you probably shouldn't flip steak that much. If you're looking, you ain't cooking, whatever. Anyway, you want to keep the integrity of this because it's not as delicate as the fish one would be because steak is a little bit is a lot more elastic than seafood seafood would just break it's not going to break it but you don't want the the uh, the pinwheel contents what is stuff with you don't want that to start losing its integrity right so you want to flip it or turn it right on the direct coals however you do it get on the direct coals and you watch it you don't walk away from this thing you watch it because it's going to start smoking up and if you have it on a Weber kettle it's really close to the fire really really close now it's not gonna burn as long as you don't have sugar on it and as long as you don't walk away so I would take maybe about every 30 seconds I would start you can do this checkered pattern you can start it at one place and then flip it you know turning it kind of a way to mix that checker pattern on each side it's not really gonna show up you can do it or not whatever but I wouldn't keep it on either side more than 30 seconds at a time and that that butter that you put on there is gonna help it it's gonna help protect it against the heat it's gonna keep it from sticking on the grate once it hits that hot heat because remember when you when you put if you didn't turn it if you didn't turn your your grate with your Weber kettle or whatever kettle grill the grate on that side that is already above the coals is screaming hot and it may be pliable to anything that hits it you never know to be on the safe side I would make sure that if you're going to flip it you definitely have the butter on it you gotta 
Uh, I wouldn't spray it. I would just use butter. Now you could use whatever margarine, whatever you have, but make sure you do that. And you don't want to keep it on there too long. So use your indirect method to keep taking it off the direct heat and checking the temperature with your with your instant read thermometer. And that's what you need, the instant read thermometer. I wouldn't leave it use a leave-in thermometer because again, you have to flip a couple of times. That could be kind of the pinball not might not like that if you do it. So just use that type of approach. And the end part you want to get to that 145 area of temperature. And oh my god. It is so so good. So so good like that. I've had it a couple of times. My wife loves it. You get that charcoal flavor on there. Now, if you want to smoke it, you can still do that. So I didn't tell you how long it took to get to that 130-ish range. Do what you wish. Put wood smoke on there and get some smoke while it's getting up to that temperature. You can you can cook this sucker slow, as slow as you want. If it, But you just want to make sure that you get it to the 145 range of medium to make sure it's juicy. I love that juice. Now you can cook it how you want to, but that's my preference. Now, when you take it off the grill, the easiest way to do it is to have a spatula. I tried tongs. Tongs will squeeze the pinwheel and the insides may lose its integrity. So the best way to flip this, I'm telling you now, just trust me, I tried both ways. Just trust me on this one. Use the spatula because when you put it on that direct fire, and the reason why I tell you don't keep it on either side more than 30 seconds is because there's cheese there. There's cheese right there, yeah. And cheese will start to stick no matter how much oil you put on the grate. It's gonna start sticking and melting and going all over the place. So you wanna take that spatula and sweep it under there just like you do with a spatula and flip it over. Be careful how you flip it over too. Because if you flip it over too harsh, all willy-nilly like it's like it's not stuffed with something. Again, you gotta be very careful with it. You you have butcher's twine on here, but don't go all crazy with it. Alright, so when you take it off the grill, you're gonna use that spatula. You can use the same um the same exact container that it came in you can do that and then just let it sit for a couple of minutes and bite into it man just go to work you just cut if you have kitchen shears cut the um, twine off it go to work love it I guarantee if you like steak and we said this a couple of times while eating it wow this flank steak is really tender we're not sure what they do to the flank steak but it's definitely, definitely tender. Gotta love that. But up next, what I'm going to tell you about is my best, best, best favorite way to cook chicken wings, chicken legs, whatever smaller broken down chicken parts you have is transferable. Up next on Grill Talk. Stay with me, people. Hey guys, how you liking the show? How you liking the podcast? How you liking the content in general I'm sending you away? I hope you do. And if you do, and you want to keep making the show 
better and better and better, which I'm really trying to do, and get it out to more people with the best sound quality possible, and get some possibly celebrities on here and people from the tech industry on here as interviews and panel guests. Oh, that'd be great. Please support the show via the Cash App link I'm going to put on the description. Show notes. Yeah. So, you can also get producer credits by doing so. I'm not asking for a specific amount. Anything that you can give to say thanks. And I thank you for being loyal and listening to every, everything you can on the podcast channel. I hope you come back and share with your friends more. Be blessed and have a great day. Thank you.